Well, if if I were going back to my younger business self, I think what I would probably say is the, the business that you often intend to start isn't the business that eventually becomes. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Joe Brito of Innate Leaders. Joe, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me be here. Definitely super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Joe so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Joe's the founder of Innate Leaders. Psycho- he's a psychological coach, mindset consultant, writer, and thinker. Joe has worked with a wide range of entrepreneurs and leadership ter- teams across the nonprofit, public, and private sectors. His grounding in exper- experiential learning, along with his studies in li- liter- literary theory and psychological coaching, has allowed him to create a unique methodology that has successfully facilitated sustainable results for a range of organizations, including Lockheed Martin, NASA, Coca-Cola, and Intel. Joe's passion for his work comes from a personal belief that when mindset shifts, everything shifts. Joe, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I like to call your CEO story. So the CEO story. So for me, I guess it begins in uh, 2008. So you know, while the rest of the world was reeling from a financial meltdown, I was reeling from one of my own, a personal meltdown, because I was going through um, a nervous breakdown. And that's not fun for anyone. And I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. And I wouldn't wish it on anyone. But for me, it was, uh, you know, it was a turning point because up until that point, so since around 2000, I'd been a, uh, a management consultant, a leadership trainer, and I'd been doing these things. And then when I fell into um, a breakdown, you know, you start to reevaluate everything and you start to rethink what you're doing with your life. And one of the things, obviously, I was rethinking was what I did for a living. And it really bothered me that the work that I'd been doing, you know, maybe was cool and maybe was fun, but it didn't have a long-term effect. And I knew that because I would contact clients and I would say to them, so, you know, how, how did that work go that I did for you three years ago? And they would say, it was great. And I'd say, what's the long-term effects? And they'd say, well, none, but it was great. And it just wasn't enough for me. And I started to think about how do you create change? And I was specifically thinking about how do you get out of a nervous breakdown? And I was really looking at what needs to change before you start to emerge from this place. And it took me two years to emerge from it. And what I started to realize is the thing that needs to change is the way that we think. That if we're thinking the same thing over and over again, not not only does that reinforce a breakdown, but it makes it impossible to get out of. So as I started to kind of figure out, you might say, how do you get out of a breakdown? I also started to figure out how do you how do you uh, create a long-term sustainable change? And obviously that's in the way that we think. And as I started to do that, I started to develop this work that I call the six attributes of a leadership mindset. And when I first had it, I was lucky enough to be working with a couple of um, businesses 
who I, you know, who I'd known before, but were willing to try this new approach with me. And that really was the beginning of innate leaders. Cause as I started to try this approach, I saw that it worked and I saw that it worked in businesses and it did create a long-term change. And, and then, yeah, then, you know, then we went from there to working with larger businesses to different businesses and we grew from there. Yeah, that's extremely powerful. I appreciate you for sharing that, you know, so much and, you know, being vulnerable to be able to share that because I think so many times we don't realize how, you know, powerful our minds work, the brains are and what happens to our lives and understanding to really make what it sounds like true foundational change. It, it requires really kind of looking at that and it sounds like making changes and adjustments based off that to really see not just a change for a day, but long lasting change, which I imagine these organizations and people want to be able to do. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you know, like you're entirely uh, right, Grish, as well, because it's not something that you enter into lightly. Do you know, like you, if a person starts to do mindset work, they're like, they're already saying something special about themselves. They're already saying, do you know, I can see that there's a route through. I just don't know what that route is. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to look at me as being the vehicle that is making whatever I'm trying to do difficult. That's like, just think about that for a minute about what does that say about someone who is willing to go, yeah, do you know what? I can see that maybe I'm part of the challenge here. So I'm always really grateful to work with people like that because it means that our work will be meaningful on more than one level. Yes, we'll affect whatever change we need to in the business, but maybe even more important than that, we're, we're affecting the way senior teams, CEOs, um, want to run their business. And then for me, that means that you, you know, you help and shift enough businesses that you start to change the world. And that's to me what this is all about. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love that you you were able to kind of make that shift, you know, yourself from, you know, the work that you you, you did previously and then, you know, kind of pivoted and, and adjusted into this because I think you're absolutely right where, especially if you're talking about the mindset work, you make that impact, you know, on whatever somebody might come and talk to you about in, in search of what they're trying to reach as far as goals. But I think it starts to manifest itself in the leaders, the teams, the families within the teams, the, the mm-hmm. leaders itself, you know, family, it just starts to really uh, manifest itself in so many different ways so you that's right truly make that impact that's right one of the biggest um compliments that we ever received as innate leaders is so we worked with a senior team in the uk and you know very often we ask for testimonials but on this occasion we didn't ask for for a testimonial but one came and the one that came was this lady who said to us you know i found this work personally powerful and i found it so powerful that i thought it's really something that we can use to navigate our way through life. So I've started to teach it to my children Mm. and I was just, okay, that's, that's the highest compliment we could possibly ever get. Yeah, absolutely. You get to, to, to inspire and impact the the future generation as well too, which is definitely something that's um, extremely exciting. And so um, I I wanted to drill down. I know we touched on it a little bit. Could I, could you take us through a little bit more on how you work with your clients, how that process goes uh, and, and what you feel kind of maybe even sets you apart as well? Yeah. So the way that the way that we work is we're kind of fortunate in that, you know, you can talk about strategic direction or you could talk about uh, change management or building cohesive teams. And all of those things are things that we do. We do it from, I think, a unique perspective of what is the thought process that is going on. So let's say if somebody has a challenge and 
let's say it's a strategy problem. And I think a lot of people right now, you know, in the land of COVID mm-hmm. are thinking about strategy or thinking about how do we grow our business or how do we recover our business even. And, and one of the things that we do is we don't start with that challenge. We start with how are we thinking about that challenge? So we typically begin by exploring and introducing through some kind of fairly lighthearted games, you might say, which we can even do on Zoom, uh, things that kind of stretch our thinking in the areas of the six attributes. So that's flexibility of mind, genuine curiosity, enterprise thinking, growing leaders of others, mindfulness, resilience. And we're playing these games to, you know, to kind of pull people out, you might say, from their own usual way of thinking, from their worldview is what we often say, and kind of push the limitations and sometimes even see the limitations of our way of thinking. And then once we do that, our second step is to then go, so now that we have this shift in thinking, now that we have a different perspective, what would it be like if we applied that shift in perspective to the challenge that they normally call us for in the first place? And what that does then is it means that we look at the challenge from a different angle and from a different angle, we can now see things differently. We can see possibilities that we didn't see before. We can see ways of doing things that we wouldn't have even dreamed about before. And that means that we can now see a different route through. So then what we do, our third step, if you like, is then we say, so what would it look like to operationalize that new point of view and that new solution? So then we design a way to operationalize it. We we help a team develop an, imp- an implementation plan. And then from there, they can kind of run with it themselves. So our kind of USP, you might say, is that because we help people think differently, we help them solve the challenges of today that are right in front of them, but also the challenges coming down the road that they didn't even know were around yet. Because once you think differently, you know, like, like you said in your introduction, once you think differently, everything is different. And so um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit sure. and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an Apple book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Well, it, I would say, so every day I start the day um, with Qigong and meditation and I actually end it that way too. So at five o'clock at the end of my working day, I'll meditate as well. Awesome. Awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Well, if, if I were going back to my younger business self, I think what I would probably say is the, the business that you often intend to start isn't the business that eventually becomes. And I would tell my younger business self, to allow that process to happen, to allow the idea and to allow the business to evolve. Um, I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Joe, what does being a CEO mean to you? Well, I think what it means to me is being, um, being at the helm of my own life and to decide for myself what I want to do and what I don't want to do. And then to meet some really incredible people, because there's some amazing people that work with me and at innate leaders like Ruth Morris is one of them. Sylvie Managuri is, is another, they're, 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 they're these amazing people who you get to meet because you're standing up and saying, this is what I stand for. And then as a result of that, 
people come along and go, actually, I like that. I'd like to play along too. And they're not doing exactly what I'm doing because they're different people, but they're, they're doing, uh, you know, there, there's enough of a synergy and there's enough of a, of a connected vision that makes us go, Hey, let's walk this road together. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm a true believer in a lot of times when you step into your brilliance, step into, you know, what makes you who you are, your, our uniqueness, our zone of genius, however we might phrase it. It also reminds so many others of those around us that they can do the same as well, too. And as you said so well, is there's often that opportunity where those things align, they overlap, they're maybe not exactly the same, but you create so many win, win, win opportunities, the more people you can get around. And that's when things really, I think, in my opinion, take off. Yeah, that's right. Because I think like the point of being a CEO isn't that you're, I know all the answers and everybody do what I, it's, it's not that at all. And like, I think most people know that certainly all of the enlightened leaders that I work with know that. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think that, that, that the cool thing about being the CEO is you get to go, what can we create? And because nobody has to go, uh, is it all right if we do? Because when you're the CEO, everything is possible. And I think that's kind of what I mean about being at the helm of my own life that you like you don't have really anybody to to answer to who says no like we like we don't approve you have like the people on your team and they're the you know they're they're the ones who you know who who you know who check you to a certain extent right so if i have like a ridiculous idea they'll they'll tell me and that's great and then we'll work together to go what's the bigger idea what's the better idea um but having that space is i think what i value most about being a ceo yeah, absolutely. That space is definitely everything and be able to create that culture that, you mm. know, cultivates that is, is absolutely huge. But I love that phrase where you said, you know, everything's possible when you start to to realize that you can, you know, create that dent in the universe, so to speak, is really when things, you know, become truly uh, phenomenal. So Joe, truly appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Sure. Well, the easiest way to get hold of me is through the website. So that would be innateleaders.com. You can email me too, uh, joe, J-O-E, at innateleaders.com. Um, there is, so the thing that I think that I'd like to share is that I think that the whole idea about mindset is is fundamentally important because, you know, there's lots of people talk about mindset and it's almost like a buzzword. And that's a shame because to me, mindset is fundamentally how we shift everything. So it means that not just shifting the way that we navigate ourselves through life, but it's how we solve the intractable problems of the world. So things like uh, climate change, things like uh, challenges around systemic racism or any kind of challenge at all begins with we have a certain way of looking at the world and if we've held on to that worldview or that mindset for long enough it becomes entrenched and it becomes systemic and now it becomes difficult to do anything else and that's true if we're in a business if we're a country if we're an individual so there's something truly truly powerful about being willing to examine the way that we think and um I'm thrilled to be a part of it. I'm thrilled to work with people who are willing to do that. 
Yeah, I definitely appreciate that, Joe. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too. But what you said was extremely powerful. And I think it's all all something that we it's something that we all need to pay attention to and and, and heed just because not only, you know, being willing, but as we talked about so well, being, you know, humble enough to be able to uh, inspect ourselves as much as we're inspecting the world and and seeing these Mm -hmm. flaws or things that can be improved. We also need to look at how we're looking at things and how that impact reverberates beyond just our worlds and into so many people's, you know, societies and their lives and, and so on and so forth. So I truly appreciate you for, for being that change, for helping empower, you know, so many of these phenomenal leaders as well, too. And of course, I appreciate your time today and I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.